Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. All right, let's actually try to get something halfway decent out of this. So I feel... Uh, then why did you bring me on? I don't, I I feel don't like, know. Yeah, I feel like we had halfway decent. Now we got to try. Yeah. Now we got to yeah, try. Now, yeah, we were, we were set. You could have just been like, all right, Cole. Have a good one. I'm like, all right. If you want to get out of here, plug your stuff, go play some racing games on Twitch, then nope, you're more it's than all good. welcome to. We have, eight, we have eight minutes to load the next tree, so I don't have enough time to load it up. Might as well do an interview. <laughs> all right, we'll do an eight-minute about... interview. Here we go. No, eight minutes. No, no we are fine. Eight Let's minutes with Cole Radrick, also title of my sex tape. Here we go, everybody. BLP heavyweight. There's five minutes of crying in this involved. What? Seven. There we no, go. Two, you had to, we had to account for two minutes of just the wondering of why we got to this point of our life. A lot life. of foreplay. All right. A lot of foreplay going on. Allegedly. Here. I'll get confirmation if you would like. Uh, uh, let's uh, just continue on, please, dear God. Cole Radrick, BLP heavyweight champion out here. That's going to be the lot of getting me divorced. Oh, yeah, I hear yelling from the other room. <laughs> BLP heavyweight champion. How do you feel being the champion? You you took on Alec Price in a number one contenders match, went to a, a draw, no contest, and then you're both inserted into the championship match, and then you won. That was a terrible decision. Well, first off, that was not a terrible decision. That's what we call best for business. Nah, man, and uh, in all reality, it was a really cool weekend. It was really cool honestly just to be able to win the uh, black label pro championship i've been there on and off for four plus years so uh you know it's pretty cool and uh i'm gonna do what the kids say and let my nuts hang and be a be a pretty cool champion for a little bit beat up some people maybe beat up some shaws mckenzie help get her deported with sean ross sat my dear long time personal close best friend uh, and then we're going to, you know, we're going to attend some AA meetings for some Sean Ross Sapp. Uh, AA, you know, has a lot of different good uses and, uh, I'm going to try to get him off of his, uh, clickbait addiction. So it's a work in progress, you know, it's always a flex when a champion just comes on, just like has the title and is like, here, look at, look at this. Well, That's a big title too. Dude, you're telling me, you're telling me, um, I had to go. I had to go downstairs and grab it. So like, I got like you sent me the link. You know, forty five minutes after I asked for it. You know, whatever. Uh, and so I was like, all right. So I got set up, and then like right before I clicked to like hop in backstage, I was like, they're gonna ask to see the belt at some point. So I had to run my ass all the way back downstairs, grab the belt, and lug this huge thing up here. But yeah, so now uh, we're gonna flex with it, and nobody can tell me what I can do. How enjoyable was it to beat up Billy Starks? Little sister's like my favorite pastime. <laughs> like anytime I can just be like, ah, bop. It's a great time. Um, 
Well, what it was, what wasn't great was when she beat beat me up, but I was trying to wrestle Alec. And uh, if you go back and watch it on, you know, Five Plus, uh, Black Label Pro, ooh, I think it was called Too Hot to Handle, yes. I believe. Too cold to handle. Uh, too, too cold to handle. Sorry, that is, yeah, yeah it had a blue poster. That's the one. CT. Um, you could actually see me and Mouse getting into a little pushing match ringside after his kid attacked. I was like, Robert, what the fuck's wrong with your kid? And uh, yeah, so me and a, a photographer almost got into a fist fight this weekend. I won a championship. I ran my own little wrestling show, and um, I'm going to sleep for like the next week and a half. How how did uh, the complex show go? I know you were very excited for it, running the show again, and you know I'm I'm trying to bully you into the SpongeBob show. But how did Complex Chaos go? Um, so the show. The show came together. I don't know if we talked about it all, but the show came together in February. A uh, local guy that's known me since I was like five, six years old. He was like, hey, when's wrestling coming back to the complex? Uh, I, I don't know. Like, I'm busy with like my own real life and my own wrestling. Like, I don't have a lot of t- like extra time. And uh, he wanted to sponsor it. And it was enough money for me to be like, fuck. All right. And so they came together in like a span of a week and then unsanctioned pro hopped in and wanted to be a part of it. And, uh, so I told him, you know, Hey, like the expectation is like, if we do 125 tickets, that's like right above the median of the average of like what we do here. That'd be like really, really good. We had 170 odd people in that place. It was fucking awesome, which may not be a lot, but in the sports complex and especially Spencer, like that venue makes it feel huge. And like, during the show, we had to go grab more sets of bleachers because there's a baseball park, like literally right outside the sports complex. So I had to like grab security and grab a couple wrestlers to go grab more bleachers for the fans because we had to have more seating. So uh, it was awesome. And you never know uh, if, you know, if I feel like Goober Goober Rock, Goofy Goober Rockin', uh, there might be another show in October. Uh, it might have, you know, a little twist to it. It might not. Um, it just kind of uh, we have to kind of play things by year and see how they go. Talk to me we, about. Sorry, go ahead, Jeremy. I'll do you follow? I, I no, was going to no, say you go, you go ahead, jo- Joel. Jeremy already yeah. asked a question. I feel like Jeremy's the one that set up the Sean Ross Sap thing. So well, then, no, the, not at all. He just he just comes in here on his own and just does whatever he what wants. What a guy! Because, you Fair. know, it's his it's his channel. I Sean is never invited on this show. He literally just shows up every single time. I mean, that's going to be me NFL season. So I'm just going to come in and I'm going to be like, all right, here's the picks for this week. Here's the over under. Here's the overs on the passing yards. And you guys are like, Cole, why the fuck are you here? And I'm like, all right, everybody have a good day and safe betting. And we tried to do an NFL show once. Didn't really happen. But uh, if you're here, maybe it'll actually work. Oh, it will work. I'm a. I am uh, not a negotiator. I'm just going to do it, and uh, eventually I'm going to be like, "All right, Sean, where's uh, where's my pay- monthly paycheck?" <laughs> Done. Perfect. Well, that's what I do. <laughs> I mean, I just got paid, so I'm happy. Uh, See, so- that's what I'm saying. I'm here. I'm here. I'm a working man's man, man. <laughs> so uh, about a month ago, I'm listening. That's right. You were having a hell of a match against uh, a Japanese legend known as uh, Yoshihiko. Can yes. you talk to me about what it's like putting together a match with a legend like that? Were you nervous? And on top of that, you know, what what kind of stuff was pitched that you were just like, maybe I shouldn't try this with, with uh, Chico? So how far like how far back are we peeling the curtain on this one? Far back as you want, pal. All right. So we'll just peel we'll peel it pretty close to the thing. 
Um, so basically, the whole Yoshihiko match was like, uh, you're you're wrestling a fucking doll. Like, if we're looking at it in the, in the purest context, now I get now, and like the least amount of context, this doll's a fucking legend in Japan. Like, it has like had these really cool, interesting matches with a whole bunch of people. And so when I'm going into this week and I'm like, okay, we're going to be like match three or match four. You know, we're going to have 10 minutes, eight minutes, whatever. And then that's what that it is what it is. So uh, show day comes and one of the referees comes up and they're like, hey, man, you're the main event. And uh, you got, you know, fit, you got 12 to whatever time, uh, yada, 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 uh, have fun. And I'm like. We're in California, uh, so you know there's some California delicacies that everybody likes to enjoy, and I may or may not have you know enjoyed a couple of them, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> all right, main event of a DDT GCW show Mania Week against Yoshihiko, and uh, I'm trying to pitch some ideas, didn't get any feedback from them. I tried to see see how he was feeling about the match. Didn't get nothing from him. And I was like, all right, I guess we're going to go out there and we're going to start shooting. And uh, came up with some ideas, and it played out. I will say the one part that I am uh, – did you watch ma- that match, Joel? I've seen bits and pieces of it. I haven't watched okay. the whole game. Yeah. Jeremy, did you I, – I, I know you usually do watch some of my stuff. I- I watched all everything from Mania Weekend. Asking me to remember it is a whole. Do you remember story. me like throwing the chairs in the ring at the doll? Okay, yes. This I remember. Huh? This I yeah. remember. So that like that was like probably like I would say the most improvised spot I did that became like my favorite part of the match because then it became like how many times I could chuck a chair and like directly hit this doll in different fashions. So I'm go- like, literally, you'll watch it. I go underneath the bottom rope. Nailed it. Cool. I think that's the first one was over the top. Nailed it. Underneath the bottom rope. Nailed it. I was like, all right, well, like, I need five more chairs for the duration of this match. So I went in between the bit- middle and the bottom and through the t- top and the bo- middle and over the top. And then I threw one as high as I could. And this chair just goes this. Cracks right on the doll. And, uh, yeah, from there, it was like uh, rock and roll. Had a lot of fun with it. I think people enjoyed it, which is uh, the best part of it. Because uh, if that match goes wrong, there's only one person to blame. <laughs> you know what I mean? No heat on Yoshiko for this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, it was a little, little snug, but it is what it is. Uh, I was going to say, did you get a receipt from, from Yoshiko uh, for, oh. for just talking? shooting with the chairs there oh brother everything he did was a shoot <laughs> i couldn't see straight for the next day i think i rushed i think emo night was that night and i was a little bit tipsy and i started singing like all these emo songs maybe because i was concussed or something from this doll you know like i said a lot of boots a lot of hits were not really what we would call safe in the business so what was Wait, it easier on, to on. wrestle on oh go ahead joe no, well, hold on. Are we sure that that's from the match and not from the uh, the California uh, experience? No, sure? brother. Nah, there's there's two differences there. I, I know. Yeah, just sure. Just <laughs> I know. Just make a shirt. Yeah. There's there's definitely a THC CTE stuff that happens. You know where they kind of blend in really well. Um, but no, no. 
Okay, just, just clarify. I was going to say, was it easier on, on the California delicacies because things might have slowed down a little bit so you can, you know, kind of work at your own pace there? Um, I would say the people meet, like, obviously Yoshihiko has an invisible man. So I made sure the person that was the invisible man was, like, somebody that I could, I knew I could rely on. Um. Honestly, like I will say, going into that match, I think I had. I, I'm trying to think of it. I think I had one, like one thing planned, and I was like, I'm just going to try to figure out like how heavy this doll is and how easy it is to move around to do this. And then I get to the doll, and I'm like, okay, like it's exactly what I thought it was going to be. And I was like, all right, where are these ideas? Do not know where these ideas are. Fuck, I'm about to wrestle this doll. Okay, they're on match one out of nine matches. And uh, <laughs> I have no idea. And then it certainly, like, then then I just kind of started playing around and having fun with it. And then, like, it just kind of built from there. I will say, when I asked, uh, I asked, like, how much time we had. And we got, you know, let's say we said 12 to 15. And I was like, oh, like, okay, sweet, 15. And they're like, you're going to go 15 minutes wrestling a doll? I went 14 minutes and 48 seconds for the record. And then, and then that has included the post-match where I lost. So I, bell to bell to bell to bell, 16 minutes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Very proud of that. Um, but no, honestly, like that match was really cool. And it's like, uh, I think it's one of those things where it's like, you always hear the thing, you're wrestling a broom. How can you make it entertaining? Well, you, I just wrestled a doll and like some people were actually entertained. And that's also really cool that people like are willing to lose the reality of things for a little bit. The cat is popping me just going across. His, cats don't give a fuck, dude. Our cat will just go wherever she wants to go. Doesn't matter. Uh, we'll just disrupt anything you have planned. It's uh, their house, not yours. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm merely the visitor. She spends more time in my house than I do. So, our, our cat will go the long way, like around the house, just if it means like inconveniencing me. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Can can take the short route or she'll go the long route to just inconvenience me. What do you make of the criticism when it comes to wrestling a doll? Because in Japan, in DDT, happens. People see it, not a big deal. You know, Kenny Omega's wrestling a little girl. Uh, Kenny Omega has wrestled the doll. Kodo Bushi. In America, it's not, you know, if you see this on national television, it becomes like, why is this on a national television type of uh, program? But in Japan, not that big of a deal. What do you make of the, of the criticism when it comes to this? Um, I think we are just, I think us as Americans, we are more opinionated. And that goes for like a lot of different outs, like stretches of, of life. Whether that be your favorite NBA team, your favorite NFL team, MLB team, like there's so many people that say this player sucks and this guy sucks and this guy sucks. And it's like that guy that you're talking about is like a one of one, like human athlete that will like boat race you in everything that you do. Um, so for me, wrestling like adult is like pro wrestling is art, art has many different forms for. Uh, art is based on perception. Perception is, again, everybody has their own different perception. You're going to view Sean Ross Sapp differently than I do, different than Joel does, different than anybody. Um, so then <laughs> she's like, shut the fuck up. Um, 
<laughs> so I would just say it's like there's definitely going to be people that are like, that's not wrestling. That's not going to appeal to me. And it's like, okay, but there's people that are going to be tuning in that this does appeal to. And I'm going to appeal to those people. I guess what? I'm going to have more matches later on that might be more appealing to you. Or I'm just not a guy that appeals to you. And that is perfectly okay and perfectly acceptable. Uh, you know, I'll just read your shitty comments on Twitter and uh, talk about how pale I am and how the Colts suck and all that. So, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, you just, the, you the just second, can't give second part true. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Eddie, AR5 in the building. Let's go. Good luck. Good luck. Let's talk about hardcore matches for a sec. You, uh, you get beat up a lot. You you get beat up with uh, various weapons. How the hell do you? How do you, how? Like what 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 is? What drives someone to to participate in deathmatch hardcore whatever type of wrestling? I know it's art, but like your body has to be kind of ready for that. How do you how do you do it? Yeah, you know, I usually prepare by like breaking about fifty glass bulbs and rolling around on the ground about a week out from the match just to toughen up. You know, just normal things. Um, like, no, there's, there's really no way you can really prepare yourself. It's more of, uh, a mindset thing. And I take great joy in doing things that people either think I shouldn't do, or I'm stupid for doing. And, uh, I just like, I just like being able to people it's God, it's so hard to, to figure out the right word for it. It is, it's cool seeing doing something that people have a real appreciation for. So the people that really appreciate deathmatch wrestling know that it does take a lot out of you. It hurts like a motherfucker for a week straight. Like anytime I stretch, it's like all my scabs are stretching. All the cuts are stretching out. Um, and there are guys that do it more, way more than I do. Like, you know what I mean? And so it's, it's that it's the like I'm an adrenaline junkie by nature. I love anything that makes me feel like oh shit, anything can go wrong at any given point. And I like the feeling of after the match, covered in blood, being like we fucking we got through that. You know what I mean? Like we did it. And just the crowds are really, really intense. The crowd, there's always something in the air. They're always ready to go crazy. They're always like bloodthirsty. You know what I mean? Do you have a weapon of choice? A uh, bundle of six light tubes. Let's go. Bundle of six, specifically. Six, specifically? Okay. Six, specifically. All right. Cole, you got to stop. You got to stop hurting yourself like this. Brother, we're pro wrestlers. We all hurt. <laughs> uh, listen... Listen, some people were meant to live fast, and uh, I think that's kind of my style personally. I've never really um, thought I was here for a long haul, so we're to be uh... – nope, that was a break. We're going to be pushing the gas pedal the whole time. <laughs> you just pushed the brake, Cole. I, that that feels like a sign that you, you're up. pumping the brake. It was almost a clutch, okay? <laughs> So okay, well, let's not pump the brakes then. You you've done a lot of international travel. I mean, you've you've been to Japan, you've been to the UK. Uh, I, I assume everywhere and anywhere is on the map. Hell, you did Canada. Talk to me about wrestling in Canada because that's a a whole other can of worms, and that's fairly recent. I got to see you at uh, GCW Worst Behavior. We didn't get a chance to chat, unfortunately, but uh, you know, you had one hell of a night. Why not? 
I, I think you were busy and you were at that venue. It was crammed. I couldn't get. Wait, is that is that uh, Toronto? In Toronto, yeah, yeah, at the Opera House. Yeah. Bro, I've never had like a bad fan interaction at, at a GCW event. Like that was like really made me go like motherfucker until <laughs> until that event. And I thought everybody in Canada was nice, eh? You know, and uh, like I was like trying to get to the locker room. So like there's the front doors, and I'm the idiot that I was like, I'm gonna try to go down these set of stairs and go to the side to go to this locker room. And I went to go to the right side so that way like I could just stick to the wall. And I went to go like down the stairs and like some dude shoved me back. And I, I was like, hey, I was like, excuse me. And again, mind you, it's fucking packed. Right. Yeah. And I was like, I'm sure he thought I was just like somebody like trying to like get a better like standing point. But I had like my hood up and shit. And he like shoved me back. And I was like, are you fucking what? And luckily, like one of the security guards like came over and he's like, where are you trying to go? And I was like, I'm trying to go to the fucking locker room. And the guy like looked at me. The security guard goes like, why did you shove him? And the guy's like, he's trying to, he was pushing me out of the way. And I was like, like, I always do like this little deal. Like, excuse me. I'm sorry. I'm like, I'm a short little guy. Like, please don't hurt me. I'm very fragile. Uh, but honestly though, besides that, like one little one dude that was just probably just stoned and drunk and respect to it, brother. Um, dude, Toronto was so sick. Canada was fucking awesome. I went. To, uh, I'm not going to say I'm the biggest fan of uh, what you guys call Timmy's. Um, oh, thank you. By the way, I'm on they, your side. They're they're dog shit. Uh, I'm, I'll <laughs> die on that. I will die on that hill. But I will sign up. I will only go to Timmy's though because I can get chocolate milk there, and that chocolate milk in Canada is fucking it's fucking good. He's right about that part. Uh, no, man, I've been very lucky to travel all over, though. You know, like you said, went to Canada twice. Uh, or, yeah, Canada twice. I've been to England twice. Um, went to Japan. Went to Mexico. So that was really cool. Um, hopefully doing a little bit more traveling later on this year and see how it goes. Send you to Australia. You, you and Shaza can have a deportation match. Like, we are all in agreement that we need to get, get like take care of that situation, right? Why? Like, we can, cut we, so we, we can we can cut this from the interview like absolutely <laughs> don't get me wrong like why are we so we, we can just mute this part like they can't read my lips like we can just give it over we can like shave her head send her back with like a mohawk you know the mohawk on... are over there though yeah that might actually work for her. i thought you guys wanted to help shaza i'm providing solutions oh yeah. <laughs> she's over with the government maybe this will get her more over who knows true true I'm just saying, uh, when she was like on this side of the screen, like I was doing really good camera work of just being like. <laughs> we do need you had you had an extra chair there. We do need to like CGI somebody into that chair for you. Uh, no, it's actually the uh, location of the uh, Black Label Pro Championship. While I am on Rec Twitch Mountain. That's, yeah, fair. Yeah, show some respect. Sorry, okay. my bad. Come my on, bad. come on. You're very right, cool. You're, Hey, you're a Panthers fan, right? Uh, unfortunately, yeah. Why? I I thought you guys were taking CJ. No, it seemed like it seemed like it maybe at first, but then by the week of the draft, all the chatter was was Bryce Young. Yeah, we'll we'll see. They hopefully they're right. Hopefully they're right. They gave up a lot My, to get him. So Colts are still going to have a better record than you guys this year with Anthony Richardson. Let's go. Uh, Sorry, I mean, that's American a football. Bust. We don't know the CFL like up. Uh, you know. Neither do I. It's fine. Joel, not, yeah, Joel doesn't know CFL, so 
have to I've worry about that. Who, I got a friend who took me to a CFL game once. I made it to the third quarter, and I was like, and we're done. And I walked. You're like, when's the high spot happening? Pretty much. <laughs> Cole, someone tried to make a, a Will Levis joke on the show on Friday, talking about like slipping in the draft. Joel just completely confused as to what was happening. He, what do you think? He was some type of like a mathematician or something. Joel, you were like, oh, who? Why is Will? Why are we talking about math on this show? Math is embarrassing performance. Like I will never, and I will never prey on a uh, sport athlete's like a, a an athlete's downfall in their sport. But I will say that there was like a small part of me that was like. Watching Will Levis like slip was like okay, this this is what I needed as a person to heal. Like I needed to make sure that we as Colts did not take this guy. You know, I did not want this guy. Like, I, I like he might be a great quarterback, but uh, I need a dual threat. I need somebody that can get out of the pocket. I need a run threat with JT with AR, and that's what we don't have a lot of wide receivers. So that just kind of opens things up. And so, like, uh, this is like, um, this is like uh, my Shawn Michaels debut back whenever he found Christianity. I feel wholesome and back and together again. Until Will Levis kills y'all for two games a season in, in the same division, I don't think it's gonna happen. I'm just in saying. Tennessee. Like in Cole, you can't, you can't, you know, these people that you don't know, you can't like pray for their downfall and stuff because then the karma just comes back to get you. Karma is right. a cat. Sitting hey, in well, your lap because it loves yeah, you. Hey, I'm here to, to agree with you. Will Levis is going to be a great backup in the NFL. But that doesn't mean he's going to win games against the Colts as a backup. <laughs> Ryan Tannehill's the guy down there still for another year. God bless his soul. Cool. We have to let you go because oh, half God, of your Pat time. I mean, really, coming up. your entire time was you know taken up and then you uh kindly graced us with with more time um let everybody know where they can find you at and when the spongebob show will be happening if the spongebob show is happening i need a fight for sponsorship I, you hear sean bragging about all his money this is the problem pull, pull now sean back into this pull sean when, back into this when he's talking about all this money he's making now you know Colin's a favorite. where's he at where's he at i want to god damn it do not make me message him and get his ass back on you <laughs> tell him how publicly i hear that it works on twitter yeah, 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 he's, yeah. he's tired of me bugging him for money oh, so that, somebody else i will publicly shame him on twitter <laughs> um, but yeah so um Nothing to plug about a SpongeBob show. Uh, <laughs> you never know. So if I run this show, Jeremy, are you are you, you're coming, right? Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, assuming you 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 said you're running it in Indiana, so yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, 100. It'll be same be. same venue I always run, Spin, okay. uh, Owen Valley Sports Complex in beautiful Spencer, Indiana. We had a sweet freaking after party at the and the bars in Bloomington. Um. But yeah, so you never know. I might make an announcement. I might pop up on here and make an announcement if I decide to do a little bit of a bikini bottom thing. Um, but until then, you can find me at at Cole Radrick, C-O-L-E-R-A-D-R-I-C-K on Instagram, Twitter, and then anytime you want, you can always find me at twitch.tv forward slash ratty daddy number forever the king then, of red twitch mountain yes. wrecking fools in the racing on twitch 
Thank you, Cole. Cole, thank hey, you, buddy. See you, Cole. Uh, thank you for the uh, 49 minute interview. That was just <laughs> 20. Yeah, uh, but well, guess what? Well. Guess what? It's yet another thing we can blame on Shaza. It's true. Hey. You can invoice Shaza for the time. <laughs> I got you. I got That's you. Not a bad idea. That's <laughs> not a bad idea. Thank, thank you, Cole. Uh,